Stick-filled bedroom of Jordan Lagaspada. <laughs> oh my gosh! We have front sight. <laughs> Last week reference right there. Yep. yep. What? Oh my gosh! We have <laughs> in the east wing of the bedroom. We have Mr. Jordan himself. Hey. Say hello. Hey everybody. Stick man. That's your. That's your. Stick man. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were an air pilot, if you were a fighter pilot, I'd be. I'm, I'm stick man. I'm stick man. Look AKA out, guys. NASA. Hey, look yeah. out, look out. I'm on I'm in the air, guys. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and we have our producer especial, Mr. Jordan what? Miller. <laughs> I threw out bad names before so I tell you. Again. All right, Jacob. I have something to tell Say you. hello, Jacob. Hey, hey, hey. Producer especial. Thank you. I appreciate that. And last but not least, of oh, course, man. we have the doctor, the pastor, the reverend. Here we go, guys. <laughs> man, I love having you guys here in this room um, and doing this um, because, you know, I like living on the edge. <laughs> and I really never know what's going to come out when y'all first open this up. <laughs> my, pray, my prayer life hits pick. Peak meter. <laughs> please, please like, don't let them say something dumb. Please. We're, we're hearing the music. And I'm like, dear Lord in heaven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> please, 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 please. I don't need 11 phone calls this afternoon. No, that's funny. That's funny. No, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, it's funny. Like, it legitimately is. That's what I love about it. It's real and it's, um, and it's raw. And um, so in this episode, we are talking about how to build a home. Mm. Um, and man, there's so much home construction going up around us and home renovation. And that's what dads do best. Dads go in and uh, we, re we renovate. We provide a home and a space um, for our family. But I think we miss it. Mm. I think we miss it. Let me identify a problem just and then we're going to we're going to we're going to have a solution. I think, and here's what we're going to learn today, and then let's talk about it. I think a lot of guys um, think that they're just paying the bills mm -hmm. or building a house, mm -hmm. and they leave to mom once the house is built and the mortgage is being paid. They leave it up to mom to like build the home. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean by that? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, uh, like make it from a house into like something that's livable, yeah. you know? Okay, okay, I get it. Like, I'm not the designer decorator. I mean, I have an insight into that, and and I'm I'm not talking about just like drapes yeah. and paint. And, no, it's and, it's what it's what you do with the time in the home. Yeah, where you do it exactly. How yeah. how structured the environment is, like the the ebb and flow of everything that happens in the house. We always just that's like. That's hey, that's woman power. That's mm. a layup for the wife. Exactly, and, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, if you're going to be the head of the household, which the Bible has clearly defined, um, if you're going to be head of the household, um, act like you know what you're doing inside the house. So how do we do that? So here's what we're going to solve today. If that's the problem, we're gonna we're gonna discuss why is the family so important and and why must construction of the family happen in the home? Mm. Okay, like for in other words, what does your child get? Um, mm. in the house and why is that so important and then we're, we want to help dads know how to make and listen just three things um, how to make your home a priority how to make your home 
purposeful, and then how to make home permanent. I'm going to talk about every one of those. Uh, so, so a picture just shot to my mind. All right, let's go. That kind of, if if you're kind of still trying to think about this, hmm. uh, it, the think of the home as as the encapsulation of the family unit, whatever right. space you're in, yeah. and what kind of children does this home manufacture? Oh, hmm. yeah. Okay. Like. Like it takes anything you build takes time, material, and equipment, right? And right. so you're investing in all these things. What are we? What kind of children and and actually what kind of relationships are we producing with that? Right, mm-hmm. right? right. So that yeah. sounds like what you're you're talking about. What a child gets. That was a. That's a. Yeah, that's gonna, a, that's a big lead way. I mean, like, because if you think about it, um, I mean, we have a biblically ordained responsibility. Mm-hmm. To to bring our children up, not mm-hmm. just have them. Yes. Right. Our ah, goal yeah, isn't yeah. to make sure they graduate from high school and get out into the big bad world. No, great point. You yes. Know, it's it's mm-hmm. to equip them to be disciples and to go make disciples. Oh my gosh. Like mm-hmm. I wish you could say that again, and I wish you could say it again, and I wish you could say it again. Our job is not just to have children. Mm. Our job is to not, and not even just prepare them. I wish you could say this one again a thousand times. Not just to prepare them to graduate high school and get a job. Oh my gosh. Right. No, it goes so far beyond that. Yes. Or play sports in some Or families. play sports. That's such a priority mm. in some people. Man, that that is honestly, that is just, that part of their life is just getting to the diving board. Mm-hmm. Mm. I yep. mean, that really is. But Great you, analogy. Yeah, I mean, it is so – so, all right, let's 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 talk about this. Um, you know, Jordan, Jacob, Rodney, you guys chime in. How long have y'all lived – when you were kiddos, how long have you How long have you lived at your house, Jordan, when you're currently living in now? Um, ever since I was born. Wow. I've been in my house. Yeah, so wow. uh, actually – That's all, a rare thing, actually. I know, it right? Is. Yeah. I say that, and I'm like, I think it's normal, and then people are like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, like no, no way. But uh, but I live in my house, and then right across the street is my grandparents, mm. and then a couple houses down from them is my uncle, and a couple houses down from them is my other uncle. Wow! And so a lot of us are living on the same street. Wow! Yeah, and that's, that's actually kind of cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Like we were we were getting there while it was all under construction, and so we also were able to design a lot of the houses. And so a lot of the floor plan, like if you look at the floor plan of my house and my grandma's house and one of my uncle's houses, they're all pretty much the same floor plan on the bottom floor. Yeah, That's (laughs) wild. Yes. Do you ever bounce between house to house and like raid the refrigerator? (laughs) Yes. All the time. (laughs) All the time. He's like, when I was younger, I used my grandparents' house for their Dr. Pepper all the time. I would go there. They used the house for (laughs) Because I could just walk there, you know? I just walk there, do my school or whatever I was doing, right? And then I'd drink a Dr. Pepper. Did you think your granddad's name was Dr. Pepper? I thought my grandpa's name was Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> grandpa, Dr. Dr. Pepper, Grandpa. Oh, I, how No, actually, when I found out that my grandparents' names was not Grandma and Grandpa, I was like, what is my reality right now? <laughs> this is insane. That's, that's awesome. That's cool. You know, I, I told you this joke on Sunday, but, you know, like my kids actually want to, like, that's one of the things I, I love about your family is everybody wants to stay close. Yeah. Mm. And my kids are already that way. And so 
uh, somebody was joking with my dad, with my son, my oldest, about uh, he's like, one day you're gonna move away, and you're just he's like, I'm, I'm not moving anywhere. I'm gonna live next to my dad. And he goes, <laughs> nice. He goes, I'm gonna live right next to my 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 mom and dad. And then he goes, how else is my mom gonna wake up and do my hair every morning? <laughs> joking but i was like wow that's he's, so he's funny actually nailed sarcasm at the age of 11 nice work that is so funny that's awesome but so, i mean if you're doing it right yeah your yeah. kids shouldn't want to get away and run and get a far as far away from the family right. unit as possible they like they can't get enough of it that's right. one of the things that i i really enjoy being around with your family is because you've only added family. Right. You haven't yeah, subtracted yeah. any. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Sadly, Jordan's part of that now, but yeah, <laughs> I look back at it and, you know, of course, Rain and I in ministry, we never chose to move around a lot, but because of, you know, ministry, almost maybe somewhat like military. Yeah. Um, we did. And, and it, it, I mean, honestly, it did break my mom and dad's heart. They were strong about it, but you can see the biblical model um, you know, in that, and yeah, there are situations where some family members need to move away for job, like we said, military yeah. and or a calling uh, or a calling, yeah. uh, and so forth. Yeah. Now, Jacob, before you um, moved out, were mm -hmm. you and Ready moving out? You lived in your house for quite a while. Yeah, I think it was about ten, no, twelve years, something like that. That's yeah. still a long time. Yeah, but I mean, that was from what age to what age? Uh, that's a good question. Probably like ten. I think it was. I think it was nine. Okay. Yeah. See, that's that's critical. I mean, that's yeah. that's more than that's all your that's late childhood, yeah. early formative, yeah, and early adulthood. Yeah. But before that, I moved, I only lived in like two other houses. But yeah. wow. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That that's so cool. What about you, Rodney? Growing up, did um, I I lived in two homes. I spent um. Well, no, that's not true. I mean, when I was very young, my parents moved around a few times, and maybe when I was about six or so, we yeah. bought a house. And we we I grew up in Miami, and I was there until I was a junior in high school. Okay, which we moved to Central Florida. We we moved to Lake Mary, and which was devastating for yeah. me. You know, mm, uh, yeah. I was I was yeah. like all world in football. I was leaving my circle, my church, and when we were picking up and going. Um of course it probably wouldn't be here, right? It's God 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 knows what he's doing, but mm -hmm. um um you know my parents were disobedient and they decided to move, <laughs> yeah. move away. Yeah. But I get that. but so just really two homes um, wow! For the most part, yeah. Growing up, there was a, at least stability there. Don't that, that please don't me. ask me about my current living. In yeah, yeah, no, no. That's that we're just me. about to solve that. We're yeah, just you about are. To solve that's that. a blessing that'll yeah. be shared um, soon. Um, but no, we were the same way. I only remember living in two houses. Uh, you know, when we were little, and almost like Jacob, I think I was in second grade though. So it's maybe a second grade. I think you're about eight, eight or nine, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, remember moving out to you know the country, man. I, I that was the best life ever. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, that's the best life ever. Like man, but here's the cool thing about that: my dad built that house. Mm. Whoa, oh, that's cool. really cool. That's cool. And I can remember going out with him many nights, like at certain stages when certain things were put in. He's like, "No, we got to spend the night here because I'm afraid you know somebody may steal something or whatever." Even though we were way out in the country, just yeah. windows weren't put in, and yeah. and it was like December. 
And oh, I'm like, and, you, and this is North Carolina. I'm cold. thinking, we're going to sleep in the back of the truck. But honestly, that was the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know, he made a fire right out the out, out of the back. I mean, my dad cleared the land with a bulldozer. My dad laid the foundation. I mean, he he pretty much built. Now, he had guys come in and do, like, certain things, like, yeah. you know, finishing and, and the electrical. But, like, 80% of the house he built. That's, that's a that's lot crazy. of work. Yeah. That's and I remember going out crazy. there thinking, how cool is this? Like we're building yeah. our own house. So for me, that's what a lot of this means. So I think mm. I just alluded to it. I physically watched my dad build the house, and I, I I helped in it. But I can remember sleeping in the truck, and then I can remember sleeping in the house before it was like finished. He was like, we need to spend a night here another night. I look back at it now, like, I wonder if we had to. I wonder if he just did that. Yeah, just I've been for meaning fun. to ask my, I'm going to call my dad today and ask him, you know, like, yeah, was it just for fun? Yeah. Was it to teach, you know, um, moments and time and, and so forth? It sounds like your dad, like, you, you, you learned a lot of intentionality from your dad. Oh, absolutely. Well. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my dad, um, he was present when he was home, but he was more present in those small little moments when yeah. you're riding right. in the truck. Um, when you're on a bulldozer. Um, so so my dad, so he went to private Christian school. Well, my dad was the bus driver um, no for, like, for like the sports teams. Like what? everybody, all the high schoolers would come to my house just to hang out with my dad. <laughs> because my dad <laughs> so was like, funny. my dad was like the coolest guy in the whole school. That like I'm not even so joking. Funny. And so they didn't have like photography and all of that. So mm-hmm. my dad literally went out and bought like two Canon cameras and the big, you know, recorder that held on your, was on your shoulder just so the team could have like photography. Yeah. And so they get, so my dad was like the sports bus driver and he was also like the photographer. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, so when I say so my parents. almost like the team chaplain. Yeah. I mean, my you know, dad was, my dad was super in, involved and so were my mom and dad, but not to the point where it was like, I didn't want my dad around yeah. because my dad yeah. was so cool. It's it like, was like fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was so much fun. And just watching my dad joke with these older high school boys, I was like, oh, man, they're, they're about to get it now. <laughs> like, I knew what was about to happen. Like, you, you're not going to be able to do anything. But that's why I think this lesson to me um, is so important on the value of building a home. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys, let me make repeat the problem. A lot of guys, I think, make the mistake of thinking they pay for the house or they've helped purchase the house, and that the mom sort of does everything else inside it. I do my set list of chores. Exactly. And, and that's my contribution. Yes. All right. So here's what we know. Why is family... Let me, let me share with you what a child gets from the home. Mm. A child, on. number one, and how important is this? Because it's a hot topic today. A child gets their identity. Boom. Wow. Yeah. At home. Now, unlike Jacob, unlike Jordan, and even somewhat Rodney, our girls... Um, at a certain age, we moved around uh, quite a bit. We moved, I think Rihanna says she remembers being in three different states uh, in one year. That's my kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Like in one, it just so happened that um, in just in one year, because of like Raina's family's medical condition, oh, yeah, where yeah. we were transitioning from one church to another, um, and those simple things, it's like three, there were three moves within one, excuse me, trying to figure out how to swallow here, three <laughs> like, moves within yeah. one year. Hmm. Um. But for us, what was consistent was homeschooling. Yeah. That was the consistency. So even though there was a lot of life change at a very critical time. Yeah, um, a platform. We had a platform, and that's where they were able to stay grounded mm. um, in their identities. Your child gets identity from home. They get a concept of family. Mm. Mm. 
from home. Yeah. yeah. We're lying on each other. and Yeah. Ex- okay, exactly. Not just like, what is a mom? What is a dad? But relying on each other, teamwork, collaboration, communication. They get a picture of life. Emotionally. Yeah. Emotionally, relying on each other too. Relying on each other. Don't forget this, guys. Um, Dad, I'm telling your home life is a picture of life. Yeah. Your home life is a picture of life. There's a reason why the Bible establishes the home before anything else is ever established. Mm. There's a reason why. Because there's, and remember, the Ten Commandments um, aren't just commandments that you follow, they're the battle strategy plan for a family to survive in a new land. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so think about that. The family needed to understand life and life together. They get a picture of God. What is a what does a child get from a home? They get a picture of God. We yeah. talked about that I think in the previous episode of let kids see you cry, let them see your prayers, let them be involved. They also get wisdom. Mm. So go back to wow. um, chef dad, um, go go back to the the ingredients of life in your child. It's it's that's where they learn all the essential skills in life. Why do you think people are we're, uh, industries are having such a hard time um, hiring kiddos? It's not because they got a government check. I mean, there is that for a, a reason, but they're really not being taught. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Raina is amazed in children's ministries, not necessarily here, but in children's ministry world. What kids are coming into certain grades, what they do not know. Yeah, mm. and 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 just to clarify, because a lot of people use these two words, um, they insert them inappropriately. Mm. Knowledge and wisdom are not the same yeah. thing. Right. Knowledge is the retention of information. Wisdom is how to apply it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so you can. These people say knowledge is power. No, knowledge is unleashed power. Right. Wisdom mm. is the application exactly. of that power. No, that, that's a good distinction. So your kids need to learn to know how. Uh, again, go back and listen to Encourage Radio. Raina and Rayleigh jump in on this really mm, good, where yeah. Rayleigh remembers a moment where she looked at Raina and exercised wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the lessons was, you know, we were like, if if you, if your friend is talking about others behind their back, you can rest assured they're talking about right. you behind your back. Nice. Yep. Yeah. And when Rayleigh saw that and she listened to even speech from other moms, Rayleigh was a kid, like 12, 13. When she was listening to speech from other moms, she learned to like not listen to that mom. Wow. And Rayleigh... Yeah. Raina and Rayleigh made eye contact because Raina heard it, but she wanted to see what Rayleigh's response was. And Rayleigh was like, hmm, don't mm, think that's, that's a conversation so, I need to be in. That's so Rayleigh, though. She's <laughs> yeah. she's the observant hawk. But yeah. so all, of our, all of your kids are. But it's learning to tell them that that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't know who they are until you tell them that. That's yeah. true. Why do, you think, why do you think a coach can come in and tell them they're a loser, and now they think they're a loser? Yeah. Why do you think you can go into high school and, and a boy be taught he's a girl? Now that now that boy comes home and says I'm a girl, it's because they are what you tell them. Yeah, yeah. right. So I mean, the, the, the whole you are what you eat. Exactly. So that's consumption in general. Give them wisdom. I had a, I had a soccer coach that would tell me. Um, he says, Ron, you're too arrogant on the soccer field. I'll never forget. My dad was ten feet behind me and he was moving something. He goes, um, Hang on. My son is not arrogant. He said, I can show you what arrogance. And he wasn't just being a dad taking it for his kid. He, But I love what he said. He goes, my son's not arrogant. He goes, my son is confident. confident. That's right. There's a difference. He goes, and I'll, I'll show you the difference. He goes, look at this kid, look at this kid, look at that kid. That's arrogance. He goes, you need, as a coach, you should know the difference. Mm. And you should have spoke the right word. And I was like, 
I was like, go dad, go dad. Down deep inside, I'm like, throw a punch. You know? <laughs> wait, wait, did you have the same? Yeah, I, I, I tried to warn you. You shouldn't have stepped in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. So my point was at that moment, I did absorb that. I was like, wow, I am prideful. Mm. I mean, I really did. I was like, oh gosh, like a coach is telling me. It wasn't until I heard my dad define the difference. Mm. Wow. It, what you saw was not arrogance. What you saw was confidence, and yeah. and you should know the difference. I was like, whoa, all right, yeah. And where Dang. like in some t- like the blessing there is that it happened all in that one shot, exactly. right in your yes. face. Yes. And sadly, now it happens without you even. Know. Your child has mm-hmm. a tablet. Yes. And somebody is speaking to that child. Yes. And you don't even know what they're saying. Okay. And all so, of a sudden, your son or your daughter are acting a particular way, and you don't know why. That's a great point. So go back to the previous podcast and ask questions. What did you learn today? What did you hear today? What yeah. did that, what did yeah. others say about yep. you today? You have to pull that out into questions. That's an excellent, excellent point. Okay. And so don't I, give them a tablet. Also. Yeah. Don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them. Have yeah. A tablet. E- exactly. If it is, it's it's a it's a paper tablet where they write and draw. <laughs> um, no, one hundred percent. All right, three things. Three things. How do? What? What can you do, Dad? You got to learn how to make home a priority. Mm-hmm. You got to make home purposeful and make it permanent. What do we? What do we mean by make um, home a priority? Come on. Here, here's a question. All right, ask yourself this: Do your kids know what's in your heart? Oof. Yeah, wow. you got to. You have to sit on that one for a while. Wow. Do your kids know what's in your heart? Meaning, do you do they know what you value? Mm. Um, do they know what you fear? Mm-hmm. Do they know what you pray about? Do they know what's on your heart and your mind? Like, do your children know what's in your heart? Mm. All right, I have to tell you what just played through my mind. All right, that's, let's why go. I, that's why I was kind of whistling over here. <laughs> you know, you repeat you repeat it in sermons when you preach. Is you can tell what a person loves by where they, how yeah. they spend their time and what they yeah. spend it on. And dads, that's your, I mean, that's your heart. That yeah. is your heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you spending your time on? I mean, I, I can count dozens of guys that prioritize watching sports. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we all we've all been there with something. In our life. That's true. It can be your job. I mean, that was my issue. It could be your job. You got to do it. It's just a little bit more, and then you'll have that, and it's never just a little bit more. Uh, It could be a hobby that that you've idolized and and made an idol, but your kids, they watch that. That's true. And I've always had this personal personal, uh, kind of rule in my own mind. However many times I tell my children no is how many times they will eventually tell me no when they have the choice to spend time. That's wow. true. Yeah. So if I told them no 60% of the time, I better expect that they're going to tell me no That's 60%. absolutely true. Wow. Hmm. That's, That's a great insane. point. I never thought about that. Yeah. Here's why I asked that question. Is if, if what's in your heart, mm. job, money, sports, Whatever. If that's what's in your heart, here's a question, Dad. Is that something you want your kids to die for? Woo! Yeah, wow. What I mean by die for is like give their life toward. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go to Medlin right now. Going to make a lot of people mad, lose a few listeners. Here we go. (laughs) You know what absolutely makes me sick? Mm, What? What is it? When I see parents celebrating their child 21 and they go, hey, here's to your first drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
Now, yeah. I know right now, people that know me and they're going, I know, Patron, you disagree with alcohol. But it, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. It's a poison. Yeah. It's not helpful. But Patron, Jesus turned water into wine. I mean, I get, look, don't have time. This is not a podcast about alcohol. It's not about wine. And we don't have time for that ridiculous argument. Here's my point. It really makes me sick to my stomach when I watch dads celebrate things that have absolutely nothing with your child's identity or mission or purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And sadly, the reason why this podcast exists is because I have spent the last 15, if not 20 years, talking to dads who are like, I can't get my child back. Mm. Wow. I wish I would have known what I now know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15 years removed down the road, I did not realize the power of this or that. Yeah. And now I I can't change them. I I, I can't. They're mm-hmm. they're where they are. So yes, I was picking on one segment, but your children need they're they're gonna eventually see what you prioritize. We're talking about making them a priority. Can you ask that question again? Just because I want I feel like everyone should hear it. Yeah. Again. Do your children know what's down in your heart? Like no, what do, I mean the do you know where they prioritize? Yeah. And if they do if they know that, is that what you want them to die for? Do you want them to die for a paycheck? Do you want them to die for another dollar? Do you wow. want them to die for wow. the next sports show? Do you want them to die for the next league tournament? I mean, I, I'm not Man. against sports. My girls dance. My girls dance from from coast to yeah. coast, literally. I mean, they they de- we we demonstrated not pridefully. We demonstrated you could be involved in sports and still make... Um, yeah, competition's good. You learn camaraderie exactly. and... Not against it at all. Yeah. think they yeah, need to be involved in it at some level. Exactly right. Yeah. Right? But it can't be an idol. It cannot be an idol. Mm-hmm. And I mean, literally, I think when we were here is when our girls are of age and were, were participating the most. I think out of those, I don't know, seven or eight years that all three were in dance at the same time, and I'm talking like... 21 dances each in a competition. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget. Ram was like, we had to buy like 48 costumes. I'm like, <laughs> what the mess? Yeah. Right? Um, I'll never forget that. But I think in all those years, they, Raina and girls probably only missed maybe three Sundays. Wow. Out of like five or six years. Wow. Yeah. And I'm talking, we danced in San Diego, Dallas, Orlando, like you name the big markets, mm-hmm. right? We're not talking about they just went down here to, you know, some elementary school and did a 10-minute little, you oh, know. No, no. Beaufort, South Carolina, yeah, North Carolina. No, no, no. They dance in the biggest dance markets um, across the country. Anyway, is that what you want your kids to die for? Um, so you got to make home a – what does it mean to make home a priority? Well, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Be present. We've, we've shared that. Be present in the kitchen. Be present in the garage. Be present at their sports games. Mm-hmm. Um, be present in church, dear mm-hmm. Lord. Like, be present in church. Like, show up to church. Heartbreaking conversation that was over the phone a few weeks ago. Young man was on the phone, and he was asking um, someone for advice. And he was like, um, my dad doesn't come down and eat dinner with us. My My dad doesn't eat... And so Jordan brings the phone in. He's like, Pastor Ron, what you know? What do you think? Mm-hmm. What kind of advice do I give this young man? And um, he's like, Yeah, my dad's just not present. He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to do that. Yeah. And mm. wow. Yeah, he was he was calling because he was he felt like his dad just didn't care about him at all because of because of what he saw that he was prioritizing. Wow. There you go. Like he could see that he was just spending time in his room alone yeah. every day. Yeah. With like. And when he was saying when the family does come home, he leaves like 
in reaction right. to that. Right. So Jordan, you you work with our our kids a lot. You're in student right. ministry. If you were to just based on the feedback that general feedback you had, how many as a percentage? If you're just to throw it against the wall, I, I keep an, I'm going to knock Jacob out with this mic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the visuals later. Yeah, but. If if you were to just throw a number out there, what percentage of young men or women he, do you kind of hear that from? Oh, a very large amount. Yeah, because there's the kids. You know, it's almost like halfway. Like I'd say probably fifty percent. Whoa. Um, yeah, a lot of the kids are are in this place of like I don't even know what my dad thinks about me. Like because mm. I, I never see him. I don't even know what my parents. Like, what are they like? What are they not like? I don't, I don't see my family ever. Yeah. We got to fix this, And then this, there's guys. the other half yeah. that are... We got to fix yeah. this. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So it's, it's really, it's hard to see. But the, the amazing thing is how they are going to look somewhere else. So I'm so glad they're here at church and their mom is taking them to church. Yeah. Right. Because the there, role that their male, dad, yeah, yeah, the role that their dad is supposed to be playing is like being filled Unfortunately, it has to be filled here. Yeah, right. Which is not how it was designed to be, but that's kind of like a, a backup plan almost, right. you know? Like yeah. that's how, like, because, you know, I mean, it's just so hard to see. Praise God for servants and yeah. disciples yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. who yeah. stand in the gap. And this is what we mean. I mean, illustration lived out right in front of us, right? And it happens all around. Make make home a priority. Here's another one. Make home purposeful. Mm. So don't just like show up. I mean, you that's probably step one, which is huge. Like, yeah. even if you're uncertain, like how to make it purposeful, just sitting at the dinner table. Honestly, there's been times that I've not felt well, but I just sat at the table. Mm. Like, I didn't eat. I was like, I don't really feel like eating, so I'm just going to drink some water or whatever. But I sat there. Or yeah. if I didn't, I was, you know, still mm -hmm. in the room um, and so forth. So if even if you don't know how to make home purposeful at, at least be present but what does it mean to make home purposeful well here's here's what we mean now i ask you this question do your children know what's in your heart but let me ask you these questions do you know what your children pray for mm -hmm. have you ever asked your children that question like what are, what are your prayers you say well if a five-year-old? Oh, absolutely, a five-year-old. Hundred yeah. percent, mm -hmm. right? Now, I mean, they may be—they may just be very random and goofy, but they're like, if they give you five, like you know, I pray one day I see a purple giraffe, and you're like, okay. And then, <laughs> but I'm just telling you that third random juggernaut will yeah. be like, I would love to see mom and dad hold hands. You're like, whoa, wait, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We just went from purple giraffe, like. But to them, it's all on the same level. They a don't understand. Five-year-old will call it out almost yeah. every Ooh. time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like I'd love to see Daddy at the dinner table. You're like, oh, maybe, you know, they yeah. they would. So, do, what are the prayers of your children? What are the passions of your children? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rodney alluded to it. You know, like we often think that it's sports or it's this or that. But have you ever asked them, like, what are their passions? What are their desires? Now, answering. Remember, I said ask questions more than you make statements with your kids. When yeah. when carrying a conversation, you don't always have to carry the conversation. You can just ask questions. These are questions. Like, what are things that you like? What are things that you dislike? What are What's your favorite color? Um, if we were to do this, what would you do? If we were to travel, where would you go? If we were to go to the beach, what do you like to do at the beach? I mean, just ask questions. Yeah. And something that uh, 
I mean, I wasn't there, but something that I really liked that you guys did with Raya that she tells me. Okay. Uh, she said that, you know, growing up, she was very much like, liked so many different things and really liked something for like a month and then liked something else. Yeah. She was like, they always would support my interest right. no matter where I was. Yeah. Right. Even like, and I see so many, like, uh, when I was growing up, I had these friends. <clears throat> I had my friend, um, like my best friend when I was younger. He would, he was kind of like that a little bit, but he stopped when he was getting mm. like in middle school age. He stopped doing that as much mm. because every time he did, his parents would be like, nah, you're not going to be interested in that next week. So I'm not even going to worry about it. Pick wow. something to stick with it. Yeah, like wow. they wouldn't they wouldn't support anything that he's doing because they were just like, oh, he's not going to be interested in it, and right. like, what's the what, why does it matter? But right. but then they saw like the difference, and he just like because they didn't do yeah. that thing. Now now he just isn't as interested in stuff right. anymore. So I think um, that yeah, I, I think that also just asking the questions and like being involved in that is able to help them like learn how to communicate their emotions or their thoughts yes. as well yeah 100 like you know they, they might not have that conversation at all like right that that is a place that where they can like learn uh, have a safe space to like just talk about what they feel and then it might not be perfect but you're able right. to like sort it through right J jacob you have a little one yeah and I, a lot of times we take it we we kind of take for granted we almost think that they're they're not listening they're not paying attention they're so little yeah how much do you talk to Benjamin? Oh, we yeah, oh my we talk to him nonstop. But Benjamin's already saying how he feels, bro. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. It's honestly. funny because I was talking to Benjamin the other day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I I said I asked that out loud because I noticed again, good parenting makes good parenting, right? But I noticed how how intentional you guys to always walk and talk, yeah, constantly, yeah, and like. You were talking about Raya. Like, if you stop that, then that person doesn't learn. Mm -hmm. Then the child doesn't learn how to to clamp exactly. down on something because maybe they haven't found it yet, or maybe they realize that God's given them several skills, which Raya has. Right. In right. This exactly. Right. So it's like, yeah, like you. That's a great point, Jacob. It not and only helps just, you learn more about your kid, but it helps yeah. them develop. Mm -hmm. you and know. you want them to be passionate about stuff. Yeah. Like you right. don't. You don't want them to be like a robot, you know? You want no. them to be interested in things. You want them to have sticks. <laughs> yeah, yes. you want them to find the best sticks in the backyard. Like, you want that. It makes well, shapes out of it. How else are you going to know how to craft them or guide them? Like, yeah. for, like, for instance, like Raya. We would say, yeah, you have a lot of interest and you have this and that. So he, here's how that's going to play out when you're in your 20s. Mm -hmm. here's, that, here's how that's going to play out in your 30s. We would, we would go ahead and speak that into them. We're like, we don't know if you're going to play the ukulele forever. We don't know if you're going to do this forever. But here's but you having that experience, who knows? You may have a son or a daughter that's very musically, and you can sit right. down. Like, we don't know. Um, but but yes, but to Jacob's point, it allows them to start expressing that. Like yeah. I can remember, you've heard me share this. I, I started asking each one of my girls at a very early age, um, are you going to get married one day? 
What's oh. he look like? What's your house look <laughs> yeah. like? Are you going to have pets? What's your dress going to look like? And they, uh, the more questions I asked, they would just, they would just go on and on mm-hmm. and on. It was amazing. Girls will do that. Yeah. Boys will Guys, not. Guys, yeah, yeah. not a thought in my mind about it. When I talk to my it. sons about <laughs> my son, my, 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 both of them look at me like, "Are you stupid? Yeah, <laughs> I'm never getting married. That's the yes. funniest oh thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's deal with that. That is a oh, common statement. That is so true. That is an absolute I'm common. I'm never getting married. That is a common. So what would you ask boys then? Mm, that's true. I I kind of, I just kind of walk them through. I was like, well, that's funny because I used to say the same thing. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. And so it was, it was important for me, you know, when I was young to, to like, my mom was such a good mom to right. me. She's the first person I learned how to love. And so I watched what, right. what should a godly woman be like, you know? Mm. And so, like, th- that's kind of how I flip it around. I, I'm, I, you know, my son's still saying he wants to live next door. I'm not sure yeah. he th- he's sold <laughs> on it yet, but, right. but, but there's other questions you can ask. That, you know? Okay, there you go. There's other questions <clears throat> you ask. Yeah, getting married is a girl thing because she starts thinking about right. the dress. But with boys, you start asking like, what does it mean to be a boy? Mm. What does it mean to be a man? That's good. Like, mm. what what do you see yourself becoming one day? Like you ask them those questions, like yeah. what is the image of a man? When you think of being a man, when you think of being a boy, what does that look like? What does that feel like? Like walk me through that. Mm-hmm. And, but and you use very action oriented words, like does that mean climbing mountains? Does that mean chopping trees? Does that mean leading others? Like what do you wear to be a man? How, how do you act? What does it mean to? What does a man talk like? What does a man yeah. act mm-hmm. like? What does a man wear? What does he do? That's what you do with boys. Yeah. Oh, wow, and they'll be yeah. able to tell you. You ask yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Go home and ask your sons right now. Oh, what does yeah. it, it mean to be a man? Mm-hmm. If they That's don't really refer good. to you at all in that discussion, you probably need to listen to Front Sight more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, how That's funny. Big, what does yeah. it mean to be a man? Uh, let me go ask mommy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, oh, how funny. Oh, my gosh. You should probably tune in a couple of now, to, be, to be fair, they may not mention you, but in, in the goal, yeah. the goal there, and I get what you're saying. The goal is not necessarily for them to mention you just yet, but you want to you want to begin to see the images that are conjured up in their mind. Remember, yeah. words are formed because thoughts are formed. Yeah, mm-hmm. we only have words because there were thoughts. So we know the the head is flooded with thoughts, thoughts, images, scenarios, fantasies, if you will. Um, you need to find that out. Like, what it, what does it mean to be a man to you? What what do you what does that look like when you get older? What do you see yourself doing? What would you like to be? Where would you like to go? Yeah, like, that, to, that's like the, you're basically getting from them the code. Yes, the, this is how to crack my code. Yes, uh, they're giving you the language that they think and speak in, so yes. you can yes. start being more finite about that's, that. That's yeah. cool. Yes, hundred yes. percent. Yes. So that's how you make home purposeful. You just ask more questions. Let me, let me just finish this with um, how do you make home permanent? Wow. Now, around the room, I started with a question because I knew where we were going to end. Jordan, how long did you live there? Jacob, how long did you live there? Rodney, Ron, blah, blah, blah. Um, home isn't necessarily permanent because of an address, mm-hmm. which is what I love about home. A house is permanent because of an address, but not a home. Yeah. A home right. is where you guys, where, you, where family is. So let me just let me just show you how you do this. You have to learn. Um, you have to learn the art of demonstrating love. Mm. What I mean by that, it's easy to say I love you, 
Mm-hmm. But you have to demonstrate it. Now, you demonstrate it in consistency, consistency in discipline, consistency in character, consistency in lifestyle, consistency in keeping promises. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's dim- – evaluate your values. Like, as your kids get older, you're going to have to evaluate what those values are mm-hmm. um, and how to display to them how to evaluate values. Oh, my goodness, here's a good one. You got to – you have to learn the art of celebrating family mm-hmm. and just celebrating life. So many times, yes, I do need – I do, I do believe that children need to see the reality of life, but so many times we throw on them the heaviness of life mm. rather than the celebration of life. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. Like sometimes you just need to just show them what it means to learn how to relax in the middle of life. Yeah. yeah. Laugh a lot, share a lot, stop and have a movie, uh, pick out a snack that you don't mind being messy with, like make some popcorn and then just say, I don't like popcorn and you know, and laugh and just start throwing at each other or something. <laughs> yeah. Pick a snack that you just you don't mind that it's a little bit messy. Just mm-hmm. learn how to laugh. And then you have to realize home is made permanent by equipping them to serve. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Do that say that again. Home is made really it's made made permanent by equipping them to serve. So let's go back to, let's finish where we started. Home is not just um, helping your kids graduate and they get a job. Mm. Home is made permanent by helping them realize that home is the foundation of society. Yeah. Home is the foundation of everything. Home is where your identity and concept of God is discovered. So therefore, how you're serving him is where home is made. Wow. Church doesn't teach your kids to serve. Church is a place that shows them how they've been taught at home to serve. Wow. Church mm. is a place where they exercise service. Yeah. Yes. You're the one that teaches them how to serve. 100%. And, I, and I'll hear from guys that will, you know, well, my kids haven't learned how to do take take care of this one aspect of their life because their mother does everything for them. Yeah. That's a, that's a head of household yep. issue. Yes. Because if you're teaching your children yeah. how to serve the family by take, doing their part and realizing – what work mommy has to do mm-hmm. to make that happen, yeah. that ends. Yeah. That ends. That yeah. stops. Now, here's the cool thing, and we'll wrap it up with this statement. Um, it, this is always going to be under construction. Yeah. It never stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you need, to, you need to understand that. It's not just like when Rodney said when they get to high school. I mean, it's every stage of life. Like, I can confidently speak to that. Um, and even though I'm still learning, like right now, I'm watching right – um, families that are way ahead of me, that their their um, grandchildren are in their late teens, mm. and I'm watching how they manage that because now with one grandson, I know we're going to have more, and I'm already trying to prepare myself for this next 20 year phase. So, what am I going to have to be to Rayleigh and Jacob, to Rihanna and Jean? What am I going to have to be to Raya? <coughs> what? And, may, and maybe Jordan? Right. Like, <laughs> Ryan, what? Yeah. What's like, that? Uh huh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, but seriously, over the next 20 years, as they grow, what am I going to have? And what am I going to have to be to my grandchildren mm. um, for their different stages? So it's a cycle. It's a cycle. My house is still under construction. It still is like Rain and I are flexing our house space physically, but emotionally as well for when a grandson comes over, for when married couple, married, our married children come over. My point is this. And you're, it having never to, you're having to work on your. On your own delivery and your own process, because being a grandparent, 
is different than being a, in a being a parent. Oh, it's so it's so different. It's better, but it's so di- like I'm having to learn how Rayleigh and Jacob parent Benjamin, so I parent the same way they parent right. him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. In some respects, like it was so funny the other day. I don't know if Rayleigh told you this, Jacob, but you know they're teaching Benjamin gentle touch. You know, because kids are trying to figure out what to do with their hands, like not just slap and swat. And he's doing so good. He's doing so good on gentle. Well, uh, our our dog Nilla was over, and Benjamin just straight up wanted to say hi to Nilla. He was like, "Wow." and just (laughs) slapped the nose three times. (laughs) Oh. Well, I went, no. Like, I went, no, you know. And Randy goes, I mean, Randy goes, did you notice as soon as you said no, like, Rayleigh and Jacob were up lickety-split, like, standing right, like, what is he doing? You know, and I'm like, you know, I was like, I was like, how 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 bad did I say no? Was I like, no! (laughs) She goes, I don't think it was that. They just wanted to see what Benjamin was doing, how he would respond. And it's so funny. So so for the dog, right, the, the common thing to tell a dog in our house that you're doing wrong is ah, ah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. we, Jacob, I mean, Rayleigh and um, Jacob found out that they, what'd y'all do? Y'all did uh uh-uh one time with him? Yeah. He, he doesn't, he's really sensitive to noises. So yeah. once we did like a negative noise, like ah, like uh-huh. he does not like it. <laughs> our, our, no way. Yeah. Oh, so Harlan we were, the same way. we were upstairs in the house and right out of 20 year default of having dogs, the yeah. dog was about to do something and I went ah. Benjamin turned and looked at me. He was like, <laughs> and I was like, dang it, dang it, dang it. Oh my God. And I had to tell Benjamin, it was the dog. It was not you. I'm sorry. It was the dog. It was not you. Um, but I had, I've had to learn. I've yeah. had to retrain myself to not yeah. say, uh-uh, you know, yeah. because he said, I have to learn what words. So, in my point, he's un, it's, yeah. it's under construction. You're having so, to learn. So, guys, if you're in this stage of, Mm-hmm. Grandparenting, yeah, because you're not done. Rem- remember, you know, that like it, it requires some intellect. It requires yes. some some very intentional thinking. Don't just oh, that's not how I did it. So yeah, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna force yeah. you know the square peg in the round hole. It's just, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now we're we're learning from Rayleigh and Jacob. Like we could have done things better and different in this area. Oh, like oh, we're absolutely learning from them. Um, and, and we're just watching that. Anyway, we have given our time today, and guys, we pray this has been um, awesome for you. You're you're always you. Did you hear me? You are always under construction. God's molding you and shaping you. The more you make yourself available to God, um, the better of a parent you're going to be. It's never going to stop. You're always going to be learning. You are going to make mistakes. You're going to get frustrated. It's going to be heavy, but you, you can do it. Just remember, God, I'm always under construction. As you develop and build me, I commit to building a better home um, for my family. That's our prayer over you guys today. Uh, Jordan, Jacob, Rodney, thank you guys for being here. No problem. Like, You're welcome. Like, share, subscribe. All right. And yeah. I know you guys have. <laughs> please. But yeah. Please. Please. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys out there in Front Sight Land. Stay faithful. Stay focused. Stay fearless. We love you. Talk to you soon. Yes, Bye. sir. Bye. See ya.